Did you hear that Harrison Ford has made a big announcement? Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny will be the last film that he plays the archaeologist in. I thought there might they might actually try to like drive the series in a certain direction where it was more fitting for somebody in their 80s to play. Unrealistic that he's still jumping around, avoiding, exactly. avoiding these massive boulders coming at him. Like if they did Indiana Jones and the Recliner I Fall Asleep on Daily as the name of the next movie, it would be like, mm. oh, there we go. Indiana Jones and, oh, yes, awesome, another Judge Judy rerun. There you go, Indiana Jones and the Jello. At this home tastes funny. Okay, what about Indiana Jones and where's my daily newspaper? They're late. Indiana Jones and the snotty Kleenex in my pocket. Ew. See, like those, that we just came up with six ideas right there that they could have kept rolling with. He shouldn't be thrown in his hat just yet. Mornings with Ryder and Lisa. Going into game five tonight, tied 2-2. Two, two. And it's a home game. Yeah, it's pretty intense. I'm already stressed out, but I decided to do a little story time. What do you mean? Well, this is because I'm seeing online. I've been following on Twitter, Oilers chat, Kings fans. There's this default where people from L.A. who root for the Kings, all seven of them, (laughs) will chirp Edmonton for being a place nobody would ever want to live. And like, I'm sorry, but this place is spectacular in comparison to L.A. If you've ever been in and around that place. I like L.A. You can't even see half a block away. It's so nasty with pollution. It's gross. The crime, everything. So this is a little story I wrote using player names from the uh, the L.A. Kings. Even slipped the coach's name into this story. Okay, What is the coach's name? Well, it's their assistant coach I used, Trent Yanni. <laughs> okay. Okay. One day, a man from L.A. could tell his daughter and Victor Arvid's son were very bored because they were Trent Yanniing a lot. They were sitting around so much, they were both getting Gabriel Velarde. What? Lardy? They're getting... What does that mean? They're getting... Ah. Oh, that's mean. No, they were sitting around too much. His wife asked where they were going to be able to burn off some energy. Philip Deneau answered the dad, because Los Angeles is a dump with Trevor more violence than anywhere else in North America. There's garbage on the road, sidewalks, and even Quinton Byfield over there. He told them to just Sean Walker around the yard for a bit. He drew Doughty they'd last long because there was so much Anzi Kopitar in the sky. And they would both start Vladislav Gabra coughing like crazy. Long story short, LA sucks. Go Oilers. That would never get published. That story? I lo- I, you lost me. Who are the two characters at the beginning? Who's sitting on the couch? He was a daughter and a Victor Arvid son. Who's that? The son. Of who? The dad. A man from L.A. could tell his daughter and Victor Arvid's son were very bored. Oh, so it's the dad talking about the daughter and his son. Yes, who were sitting around so much they were getting Gabriel Velarde. (laughs) Okay. Wow, that was fun. Thanks for the great response. I'm never doing anything on this show again. What's your code word for? You know. You know. You know. Some great answers rolling in, including, hey, 
Laundry needs to be folded. Oh, I thought it was just hay. Oh, that also could work. Depends how you say it, though, right? I like uh, Dana's. Well, followed by a stretch and a yawn. I think that would have mixed messaging, though. Don't you think if somebody... I think like it's if, a fake yawn. If your partner went, well, uh, and you're like, oh, yeah? And they're like, no, I'm actually tired this time. You know what I mean? Mm. Might might not work. Uh, Ty says, don't fall asleep on the couch. <laughs> <That's> so good. <laughs> Kim says, let's go have a talk. Ooh. Ooh, because that sounds personal. Nobody's going to ask questions. They give you um, your yeah, space. Yeah, that's true, actually. I like Jesse's text that just says, please. <laughs> yeah, apparently only over 50% of couples have a bedroom time code word. Chiawana, go in the bedroom? Chiawana. Chiawana. I even used to have the guys at work. Chiawana? Chiawana, go outside? You know? Yeah, sorry, you do it with the guys at work? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the call, dude. Appreciate it. That's great. Okay, so what is your code word? And also, I'd love to know the accuracy. Like, does it work? What are the odds here? You're getting shut down like this text. Aaron says, I go, mmm, and then it's immediately followed by no. <laughs> See, that's what I mean about the mixed messaging. You got to be careful with that. I have some other tips. If there's, like, children, if you're trying to dodge the kids. Yes. By going up there and getting some alone time with your partner, you have to use things that sound boring. Yeah. Because I've yeah. heard of people that'll say, like, hey, you want to go bake some cookies? If I was a kid, I'd be like, can I come? Yeah, I don't want to help, but can I lick the spoon? And right. And you'd be like, get away from me, child. Yeah. That was not the goal here. Exactly. So it has to be like, hey, do you, can you help me clean the ensuite? That's a oh. good one. Or like, hey, do you want to come and help me finish our taxes? We've got to do some yard work. No, but then what, are you going to go to the yard? Who? Well, no, you're feeling crazy. You, you can't do that. You're right. I mean, you can after dark. What if, what if you were like, let's go um, set up the Google Doc for the yard work needing to be done? Yeah. Then you need. Yeah. Then it's like you bring the laptop. Too many words, I think. Like, yeah, go, and the kids fall asleep hearing it. Go do our taxes. Okay. That's the, I think that's what people should use. Or like, hey, you want to help me move some furniture? And that way, if it's uh, quite the ruckus. You're all right, because you were just moving furniture, and you're being honest, too. Okay, Heather just wrote in <laughs> saying, we've been married for 21 years. We have five kids. Our code word has always been, we need to talk about bills, mm -hmm. and it works 98% of the time, whoever says it. I love that uh, there's going to be some people chiming in who just got busted, too. You know, their kids might be listening in the vehicle like, with them. Wait, what does that mean? What? what are you guys talking about? I don't get it. For the earliest years, pretend like you listen to a song together to relax. What? Like, for example, if you said, like, hey, do you want to go listen to Uptown Funk and chill for a bit? I would think my parents were so weird. <laughs> That's what I said for the early years. You couldn't do that when they were like 13. They'd be like, we know what you're doing. Ooh, Gross. I like Tate's suggestion. This is a great brainstorm mm -hmm. uh, segment as well. Tate says that they always ask their partner if they can scratch their back. Can you scratch my back? You know, and then you can actually do that in front of the kids. And it's like a harmless, like, yeah, just get that scratch. But it's also a cold Like planting word. the seed. It's okay. planting the seed. Yeah, I like that. Or, hey, can you show me where the charger is? Do you know where the charger is? That's a really good one. Yeah, and then I'll even plug it in for you. What about wink, where's, wink. where's the remote? <laughs> that, has anyone seen the remote? Stuff like that. Yeah. 
Uh, I used to use a code word for something completely different, but it backfired. What? So uh, I used to, when I was sneaking out for a cigarette, I would say, like there's many moons ago, but I'd say to my kid, uh, you just like watch your iPad. I just got to go and fix that light outside, the broken light. And like after probably a year of doing that, she's like, that damn light. <laughs> We should this, this toddler. We should really get somebody in that actually knows how to fix yeah. that light you keep trying to fix. Dad, what's it gonna take? You're just out there chain smoking. <laughs> no, it was like maybe one a night. I wasn't out there just being a completely oblivious father, leaving my kid to fend for herself. No wonder she knows every Peppa Pig episode off my heart. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> Keon texted in saying, I sent my kid outside to play once so his mom and I could, you know. And right then it hit me that all those times my parents sent me outside to play in the yard, mm. that could have been what they were doing. Gross. Weird. That must have really ruined the mood. I love Aaron's text. It says, I need your help putting a package in this box so I can send it. <laughs> Even some code words there. This text, too, has uh, potentially some word planets. Uh, my wife asked me if I can scramble her eggs. That's the code word. I don't like that one. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. <laughs> uh, this text says, your father and I are very tired and having a nap. Oh. Hand a bag of goldfish, apple juice, tablets charged. Don't wake us up unless there's an emergency. Okay. Can someone give me that snack? I want someone to hand me apple juice and goldfish crackers and an iPad. <laughs> a charge tablet. That sounds that's, like the dream. That's more interesting to you than the other stuff that's going on Absolutely. Here. I love goldfish crackers. Code word for adult time. What's up? Well, look at the time. <laughs> and, uh, it doesn't work around noon because I'll be like, well, look at the time. My wife will look at me and go, yeah, it's noon. <laughs> There is a job that is going viral right now. They're looking for people to apply for it where uh, you get to be a bird. You get to dress up as a bird. I'm going to break this down for you in about seven minutes. Is it a mascot type of job? Mm, yeah, I guess kind of. It's really strange. We'll get into it in a few. Okay. But I wanted to also ask, it's 780-784-7107. What is the strangest job you've ever had? Even if it was like part-time for a month during the summer a one-off. Yeah, maybe you were getting paid under the table and for good reason. 780-784-7107. The strangest job you've ever had. We'll get into this bird story next. Remember Play 107, Ryder and Lisa, what is the most ridiculous job you've ever had? There is uh, a zoo in the UK that is looking for people to apply to get dressed up in a bird costume. Now, I was asking you off air here if that's the mascot of the zoo, and you said no. Well, I said kind of. They're looking for a bunch of people to dress up in bird costumes to serve as the facility's seagull deterrents. So the seagulls have been hounding people that are in, like, the eating area and stuff. And, like, coming right up to the table, stealing food out of their hands, scaring kids. You know, I do love a confident seagull. You got to do what you got to do. Sure. They're usually hanging out by the Wendy's industrial garbage can. Mm -hmm. They don't care. They will steal something right out of your hand. So... These people who get this job will run around in bird suits, scaring the seagulls away. Kind of a weird job. Does it also scare the toddlers? Probably. Yeah. I mean, they'd have to try to make them look like pretty friendly birds for the kids, I would think. Okay. But, uh, Karen says, I worked as a go-go dancer in Empire Ballroom 18 plus years ago. They paid me to swing on a swing and pop champagne bottles. 
Sounds super fun. Yeah. She said, I also picked asparagus, which doesn't sound that strange, but Google how it's done. You're strapped in like you're doing a plank and you work below you. It's kind of hard to describe. I immediately thought of the dad from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids working on his lawn. Oh, yeah. How he straps himself in. That is what it looks like. Because after I read this text, I Googled it, and that, that's how you pick asparagus, apparently. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Nova wrote in saying, good morning. I had a boss who assigned me to buy his socks um, because I bought him a pair for Christmas, and he loved them. So just became a personal sock purchaser. The sock person. Okay. What do you got for us? So uh, one summer, I worked at the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum in Niagara Falls, Ontario. Okay. And so my job was at the end of the museum, they have a station where you can make your own souvenir of your hand in wax. So I was a wax hand artist. <laughs> Which just meant you help people dip their hand in a big bowl of wax or what? Yeah, yeah. So it was like all these vats of wax, white wax, your like base paraffin wax, and then different colors. And so I would dip your hand in the wax and in cold water to make this mold, and then I'd slide it off your hand and decorate it however you wanted. Awesome. Did anybody try to put other body parts in uh, in the wax? <laughs> we, we had a lot of people trying to do weird gestures, but also, like, after I left the company a couple weeks later, apparently a baby fell into the wax. <laughs> I bet they kept the wax. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool souvenir. <laughs> Yeah, they actually were really cool souvenirs. It was a really fun job. Can you imagine just having, like, what your baby was shaped like? How did we just move on so nonchalant about a baby falling into the wax? Well, like, it was obviously not at a temperature that would hurt because people are putting their hands in it. Mm -hmm. So the, the baby's safe. They were right there to take care of it. I just wonder if they're like, okay, one... Two, three, it should be formed now. I guess it's just fascinating to me. That's probably a record for the youngest someone's ever been getting a wax. (laughs) The Ryder and Lisa Replay. Brought to you by Action Furnace. Fixed right or it's free. Play 107.